0: Yeah
1: That was Kathy Jewell and Please Blue Moon, taken from her album by that same name. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show in the company of your Cabecas Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Digenec. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome to the show today, the one, the only, Kathy Jewell. Hey, Kathy, how you doing?
0: Well, hello, Nick. I'm doing wonderful, and I'm so excited about this visit today.
1: Oh, well, we're very, very happy to have you on for sure, Kathy. And we just heard this wonderful, wonderful song of yours, Please Blue Moon. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, are there any particular stories or anecdotes on how this song came about?
0: Yes, that's a very good question, and it definitely has a rich history in the fact that it was written by none other than the same guy that wrote Drinking Champagne, The song Blue by Leanne Rimes, um, Clinging to a Saving Hand by Connie Smith and and numerous other songs. But he actually became a friend of mine a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And he told me he had been carrying a song around with him since the 1960s that had never been recorded by anyone except for himself. And he said, after hearing you sing, I think that you could really do this song justice. He said, but keep in mind that I'm going to send you this song. If you decide you don't like it or don't want to do it, it will not hurt my feelings one bit. But he said, I can just see you singing it. So he sent it to me. I fell in love with it and I recorded it. And he just uh, was nothing but complimentary of my version of his song. So I'm very proud that I have a song that is the title cut that has also been top five with the AWA, a song of the year, um, you know, to to have this song from a man who meant a lot to me. We were only friends for a few years, but I had grown up with his voice on radio and his voice singing and such. So, um, you know, I just had a connection with, with Bill Mack. Of course, we lost him during COVID and he was just a great guy.
1: Well, and I think it's wonderful. And, you know, and I think his memory will definitely live on through this song for sure. Definitely. And, you know, and of course, it it does give the title to your latest album. Now, when it comes to the Please Blue Moon album as a whole, Kathy, how would you best describe it? I mean, what are people getting with this album of yours?
0: Well, I'm hoping that they feel all kinds of emotions. You know, it starts out with a sassy song written by Little David Wilkins. He made a hit out of it in the 1970s. And Dina Wood, who is my fan club president, she is friends with him. And so she just told me she was like, you need to really record this song because you're sassy. She says I have a sassiness about me when it comes to my songs. (laughs) (laughs) So she thought that this song would fit my personality. He agreed. Once again, he gave his blessing. He thought I did a great job on it. And so it starts off with a sassy song called One Monkey Don't Stop No Show. And then we slow it down. And we, you know, of course, Please, Blue Moon is a sad song about love lost. And uh, then we pick it back up again with a swing top song that was written by a local lady from Lubbock, Texas, where I'm from, mm-hmm. and uh, called The Maybe Kind. And then there's a song that I wrote for my granddaughter that I think anybody who has a little girl or granddaughter can relate with that song. And then I'm a Fighter, of course. That's a song that... um is about my life because I feel like that that's been my personality is and I'm hoping most people can relate with it as well because that's what you got to do in life you just got to get back up and keep fighting even when you fall down
1: well it's definitely a fabulous fabulous album indeed and you know not not many folks know that aside from you being a wonderful uh, you know singer and songwriter as well you also you know the name Kathy Jewel is not is definitely I think by design because you do also work within the jewelry world as well is that right
0: Yes, it is. I'm very proud to have sold my jewelry worldwide. I do what's called wire wrapping and I use real wire. I mean, I'm talking sterling silver, 14 karat gold, rose gold, copper, all different types of metal. And I use that wire to create jewelry. And I do a lot of custom orders for rings and pendants and such, bracelets. And uh, I've been doing that for, I guess, about 15 years now. And it's just something that I enjoy doing.
1: And I mean, how did your kind of love or desire for going into something like this come about? I mean, was it like a family thing? Was it just something that you really that fascinated you? What was the, the reason for wanting to get into this? Because 15 years is quite a while at this point. So I'm, I'm curious <laughs> in how, how, how it all came about.
0: How it came about is my daughter, she was always very creative, she still is, and she was wanting to learn how to make jewelry. And so I said, I tell you what, sweetie, I'm going to order you some DVDs. This is mm-hmm. back, you know, you can still order DVDs now. Now it's YouTube to find out how to make stuff and Very things. True. <laughs> But back then it was DVDs. So I ordered her some DVDs, and she liked the bead working and stringing beads more than she liked anything else. And there was a couple of others in there that she said, I just don't think I can get into this. It's too tedious for me. Mm -hmm. And so I started um, looking at those videos and I was like, I love collecting gemstones. That's something that I've always enjoyed doing. I find it very fascinating. And so I think that my love for making jewelry is my love of gemstones
1: and just what comes from the earth. Mm. It's true and, and the richness is just insane. And speaking of actually of gemstones, I mean I know you being in the business it might be a tough question to ask but do you have a favorite gemstone?
0: My favorite gemstone, that's a tough one because I have a lot of favorites but I would say my number one favorite gemstone is <coughs> Tanzanite and mm. it was it was actually um, I believe it was around 1967 that it was first discovered. And you can only find it in Tanzania, Africa, and they still have not found it anywhere else. And it's actually uh, probably going to be mined out before too long. So it's definitely a gemstone. If someone wants to start collecting gemstones, if you can afford it, get your <laughs> Tanzanite.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a great, great tip, and I love that you know that you also know all like the facts and stuff about these things. That's that's fabulous. That really shows how how passionate you are about this. And now, <laughs> going actually back to the tunes here, you know, among the songs featured on the on the Please Bloom album, there's also "I'm Always on the Mountain When I Fall." Now, when it comes to you, so far in your life, what has been the hardest mountain to climb?
0: Oh, wow. Probably. I would say the hardest thing is getting back up after you know that you made the mistake and you can't go back and correct it. All you can do is move forward from there. Mm. And I just think that sometimes it's hard to forgive ourselves for things that we've done that we can't change.
1: Mm. Well, that's for sure. I mean, is there I mean, something that, you know, that if you look back that you'd like to rectify in your life, if you could say have a time machine and go back and change it?
0: Well, I would have been a lot wiser when I was young and I would have done things differently. However, at this very same time, I believe that there's a reason why we go through everything we go through, because whether it's to help someone else out by saying, hey, you know, this is the way I did it. It didn't work out very well. Let me give you this advice. Now, unfortunately, a lot of times none of us listen to advice, especially unsolicited advice, because we have to learn it the hard way, Mm -hmm. but I think that we all develop our character from the mistakes we've made and we all have to go through it. We can't just go around it. Mm,
1: True. And I think we only learn by making mistakes. I suppose that's the only way that people I suppose learn as tough as these mistakes might be. And, uh, and also, you know, another great song on there is also love ain't fair. Now, when it comes to you, what does the perfect relationship look like?
0: (laughs) I would say definitely understanding Mm. And being considerate of the other one's feelings and thinking about the other one before yourself. And sometimes these are hard because we're all human. And so we sometimes start thinking about our own feelings instead of how they may be feeling. But I would say just being considerate, being kind and being there for the other person and always being loyal to that person.
1: Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. Very, very well put. And, <laughs> and amongst other things, you are also a DJ. So it, it makes me even proud and even happier to actually be talking to a colleague today amongst, you know, being a singer songwriter as well. So I think that's really, really cool. And when it actually Thank comes you. to you, oh, well, you're very welcome. And, you know, when it comes to you and DJing and stuff, what for you makes for a good DJ?
0: You are definitely doing a fabulous job and and you do a wonderful job. I would say that you're a very good interviewer because you ask the question and then you let the person answer the question and you let them have the floor. So um, that to me, when you're interviewing, as far as that's concerned, and you ask really good questions. So I would think that that's a wonderful you know, you look at Dan rather and some of those people who I know I look up to that are great interviewers. uh, And that's what I I can tell that they, they just engage you. They really make you want to listen for the next question. And so you do a great job of that. As far as doing an air show, I just think you've got to stay enthusiastic. There's a reason why they're listening to you. They want to hear somebody that's happy and somebody that is going to make their day better. And so I always try to have a smile on my face. I always try to sound bubbly and energetic and just make them feel like they're the most important person. If they call the radio station, I used to have a request show um, from noon to one. And one of the biggest compliments I got was that they really appreciated me being so attentive to them and, you know, making them feel important when they called.
1: Well, and I think that's beautiful. And you're very, very gracious. Thank you very much for those compliments. You have me blushing now, which is a very <laughs> rare thing for me to do. So I appreciate that. that, that you, definitely, you definitely made my day. And, you know, uh, when it comes, you know, looking at the at the whole DJing thing, you know, of course, you, there have been throughout the generation, some fantastic DJs, you know, I also think of folks like uh, Wolfman Jack and Casey Kasem and mm-hmm. you know, real legends here, of course. Do you think that 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 kind of style that folks like that brought is still alive and well today, or or whether it would still work? Or do you think that maybe DJing has somewhat changed and you will never have that kind of Wolfman, Jack, Casey Kasem kind of style?
0: I personally think that we're not hearing as much of that style. And I think it's a shame because I think that if it were to come back strong and heavy in today's society, I think it would be extremely well-received. I think people would love it. Uh, And I'm not saying that DJs are horrible. I'm just saying that I feel like that my radio station, we have some really good disc jockeys and some personalities and, and I really like the disc jockeys we have. Um, I've listened to some other stations where it's more cookie cutter and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and I just think the personalization, if people are going to listen to local radio you've got to give them a reason to listen because there's too many other options out there. And so I definitely think personality is key and that's where you're really going to gather your following is, is to have that personality and have that presence and have that, uh, I guess you could say bond with your listeners
1: which is definitely essential, I think, both as an entertainer, you know, be a DJ or singer for sure. And, you know, you get to actually, you're in a very privileged position because you get to play on both sides of of the barricade, if you will, because you're both a DJ and you're both a, a singer. So, you know, from that perspective, you know, maybe even just as a DJ, especially, are you happy with the status quo of country today? Or are you one of those folks who would, are hoping and praying it goes back to its roots?
0: I think that if we I mean, I I don't like to get political or religious necessarily, but I will say that I am a God fearing woman and I'm a sinner. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm I'm not trying to judge anybody. I just feel like that if we all would instead of Republican, Democrat, you know, I'm going to be a Republican, I'm going to be a Democrat. I just think that it needs to be the right person in the positions that are being filled that they look at the best interest of everybody and they are God-fearing people as well. That's just my personal opinion.
1: Well, I mean, totally fair, very diplomatic on your part, for sure. And, uh, you know, you're definitely a, a woman of many, many talents and, you know, ex- extremely, you know, great at everything you do. But, you know, if you kind of, you know, do some soul searching and look at yourself, what would you say is your greatest fault and something that you're maybe trying to work on?
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm always trying to work on something, but I think that, um, Oh gosh, that's that, that, that is a, um, sometimes I don't know when to rest and because oh, I'm sure you can tell that by, you know, how many different things that I do, <laughs> but I have a really hard time relaxing. And so I think that I, I could definitely work on that because I think sometimes I'm too focused on the task at hand and I don't, like Mac Davis said, we don't stop and smell the roses. So I think that's one thing. The other thing is, is that um, I think that I, sometimes as a woman, I I can get a little bit too sensitive about things. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that I need to, and really, I, I handle it well on the outside but sometimes inwardly it bothers me more than I let anybody know.
1: So I guess you kind of almost take it on the chin, and, but, you know, kind of inside, you're like, ah, you know, like feel. sort of would love to vent your feelings. And I'm, and I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I totally, totally get that. And, you know, we are, of course, pretty much in the summertime now. So, you know, of course, uh, things are opening up, uh, concerts yeah. are coming back and all this good stuff. So when it actually comes to your summer, what does that look like? I mean, were you doing some shows? Are you going to be taking it easy? What, what does it look, what does the summer look like for Kathy Jewel?
0: It's actually getting busier, and I'm very thankful for that. I've gotten some new gigs at new places, and um, one of the things that I really enjoy doing, Nick, is I enjoy going to the retirement homes and visiting with those, ki- those people there and uh, performing for them. And before all the COVID hit, I had three different ones that I would go to. Once a month for 45 minutes, and I would perform for them on a weekday afternoon. And I developed a relationship with all of them, and they were all so wonderful. It was one of my favorite things to do because I knew how much it meant to them, and it meant a lot to me too. Um, and I think you can learn a lot from the older people. And so um, I'm starting to get back into that again. I've got one, and I'm working on getting a second one. So. Uh, in fact, I talked to my grandmother, she's 99 years old and she's in a nursing home in Vernon, Texas. And I talked to her on the phone a couple of days ago and she said, I just want to let you know that i talked to the director here and she's ready for you to come sing for us again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that's one thing. And then, um, definitely I am an MC for the coyote in Gale and they have outdoor venues and they have all the big names like the Bellamy brothers, Lori Morgan, Neil McCoy, um Shenandoah we have shows twice a month and in fact this weekend we're going to have a swing show with Jay Hooker and Lisa Lane and Chuck Cusimano and I'm the MC of all of her shows and so I start off by singing the national anthem we say a prayer and then I do all of the announcing throughout the evening so that keeps me very busy and um yeah and then and then we've got a couple of uh, you know um, we got us a new camper. So we're going to go camping with the grandkids and the kids at the end of July. We're really looking forward to that at Quartz Mountain. It's in Oklahoma. And so, yeah, it's going to be pretty busy.
1: <laughs> I just don't know where you find the energy, Kathy. If you can bottle some of that stuff and send it over, I'd be very <laughs> grateful because I just don't. <laughs> oh, <know>. you're
0: funny. <laughs> I, I have to that. tell you, I love, I, I love your um your, I guess you could call it your accent. I'm sure I, you, you think I have one too, I'm sure. But um, I really love your accent. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you have done for my music, because I have no, no doubt whatsoever that you have really helped get my music out to the people uh, all over the place.
1: Well, you're very, very welcome, and you and thank you so much. You know, I said you're you're just a joy and pleasure to work with, very much so. And uh, and at this point, you know, of course, we are halfway through twenty twenty one at this point. And I know, you know, it might be it might be tough to ask this, but what would you say are the objectives you've you've set yourself and that you'd, you'd like to see realised by the time twenty twenty one is over?
0: One thing that I am very adamant about, one thing that I do is I write out affirmations. And Mm -hmm. so I speak those every morning as if they've already happened. And I cannot tell you how many affirmations have already come to be because I'm not saying because I've done that, but I don't think it hurts to do that because you're being positive. And if you want something, you have to write down your goals so that you get closer to them. So I had a lot of goals in 2021. One thing that I am working on that you'll be getting a copy of before too long, hopefully within the next two months, I'm finishing up my gospel CD, which um, has been my whole life in the making. Uh, I've written six of the 11 songs on this album. I'm very proud of it. And I'm looking forward to getting it out there to everybody. I feel like the timing is perfect because I just feel like we all need some inspiration right now. So that's one thing that is on the top of the list. And then I also have another frequency. I have 107.3 and I have 94.1. And we are in the process of getting 94.1 HD right now. And so that's been time consuming. There's been a lot of things that I've had to do to get that where it needs to be to get it HD. And uh, we still have several steps left to go. And it's just a process, but I'm hoping by the end of July, we'll have all that where it needs to be on that.
1: Well, I mean, that's fabulous. It definitely seems like quite the packed year or rest of the year when it comes to you, Cathy. Definitely some, some great stuff boiling in the cauldron there. And uh, I think it's wonderful yeah. that, you know, you are a woman of faith and you're very strong in your faith. I think a, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, especially seeing the trying times the world has been through. I think we, it's, it's definitely always very good to hold on to that faith very much. So, oh, yeah. But yes, definitely- sir. Definitely. And, and for those who want to find out more about you and your music, Kathy, I mean, woe betide them at this point, because they should know Kathy Jewell in some form or shape. But if they want <laughs> to find out more about you, where can we send these folks to?
0: Well, I would love for them to connect with me on Facebook and my, they can find me under i believe it's facebook.com forward slash kathy jewel music and that's c-a-t-h-y and jewel with two l's j-e-w-e-l-l now i do post my bio and all my new uh pictures and songs and everything on reverb nation so if they want to go to reverb nation it's reverbnation.com forward slash kathy jewel and those are the two main places that i think that they can find where i'm going to be and all my new stuff on there
1: Fabulous. Well, folks, you have your marching orders. If you want to find out more about Kathy, and you definitely do, be sure to definitely check her out on these great platforms indeed. And speaking of wonderful things, Kathy, we're going to be going into another awesome song, which you touched up on a little bit, which will be I Am a Fighter. Now, when it comes to this song, how exactly did this song come about? <sighs>
0: I was in the car. I seemed to write a lot of my lyrics in the car and I really can't remember exactly what happened, but I think that my husband and I were going somewhere and I just started singing it. And then it just kind of came about really quickly. And it's basically about when you get knocked down to get back up and you're a survivor, you're not going to quit. And it's just a song about Continuing on, and because one of my favorite movies of all time is Rocky. And
1: mm-hmm. I know
0: you've probably seen it, and all your listeners have too. But I've watched every Rocky movie, and I just find them to be very inspirational. And so I think that really in the back of my mind, I was thinking about Rocky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's fabulous. And hey, no surprise, that movie won Best Picture that year. So it doesn't surprise me. So uh, it's definitely a great, great great story there for sure. And hey, being Italian, I can totally level with that. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm totally cool with with you being a fan of Rocky Balboa. Well, <laughs> well, folks, we are going to be going into this great song. This will be Kathy Jewell and I'm a Fighter. Kathy, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career. And all the very best for 2021.
0: Well, I want to wish you the very best too. And I would love to turn the tables and interview you sometime because I have a feeling it would be very interesting.
1: Well, uh, I, I'd be more than happy to come on anytime. So, I guess, folks, you'll have to check out uh, Kathy Jewel's show with yours truly appearing at some point. I'm definitely stoked for that. I'm looking forward to it. Well, So, All right. <laughs> so we are going to be this great song. As I mentioned, this will be Kathy Jewel and I'm a Fighter. Folks, definitely be sure to pick up Kathy's latest album, Please Blue Moon. It's definitely worth your time. Enjoy. I'm a Fighter. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian DJ Neck. We'll be right back after this.
0: I'm a fighter.
1: I may be down for
0: the count, but you'll see I'm a fighter. The timekeeper won't get to ten with me, the bell won't ring, and the vanity won't sing. I may not win, but I'll get back up and try again. Cause I'm a fighter. Like I was nothing to lose Found myself dazed and confused In a world where I just don't quite fit I'm a survivor and I won't quit Cause I'm a fighter I may be down for the count you'll See, I'm a fighter The timekeeper won't